This podcast goes out to all those fathers out there, those that want to become fathers, those that are new fathers, and those that are seasoned in fatherhood. Let's go. Time to step it up and be a role model. Do the best you can. Keep that hand on the throttle. It starts with the will. Guidance will continue. Different shades of dad because the dad lives in you. Yeah, indeed. The dad lives in you. You already know that. In case you didn't know that, I want you to know that. Your father, a young father at that. Speaking of the young dads, right? The father lives in you. Whether you think... I'm not old enough to become a dad. Well, guess what? If you have a child, you're a dad now. Time to step it up. Facts. All right? Now, I know having a kid at such a young age, when you're a kid, it's tougher because there's no manual to, to fatherhood, right? You learn as you go along. And it's crazy because you're trying to learn life on its own by yourself, how to become a man, trying to raise one. Or maybe some of you are raising daughters. But I get it. It's in you, though. Just know that. Let it shine right? Welcome to Different Shades of Dad, the podcast. My name is Robert, aka ODM from Lighter Shade of Brown and the RVG fam. This is my platform right here for fathers to come together as a community. And I'm speaking to you, seasoned fathers, some that can shed some light on this situation because I've been a dad for about five years now, going on six. And I decided to do this platform here because I mean, it's one of my favorites. It's something still that's fresh to me. Um, by the way, there's a uh, link there. If you're listening on anchor.fm, you can uh, donate to the cause and uh, contribute to keep this podcast rolling. I won't harp on that too much. Feel free to do what you can. We'll appreciate it. I got a couple of shout outs from the last couple of podcasts. By the way, this is season one, episode three. Really excited about this one to get into one shout out in particular, we have a female who was listening, and I know there's more, and her name is Raina. She said, I started following your podcast, even though it's for dads. I'm a mom and a single mom raising two teenage boys on my own. I can use all the help I can get, so I'll be listening. Thank you, Raina Tapia, for listening in. I never, I, I don't want to just like uh, single out the fathers here. I mean, you know, moms, I always welcome ladies too, because Women, tech, you know, they want to know what's going on with men, especially um, <laughs> not calling y'all nosy if I have in the past. I'm sorry, but, you know, women don't want to know what's up. But what I'm trying to say is it's for everybody, okay? This is just from my perspective, different shades of dad for myself, you know, different moods, different swings, different attitudes, personalities. They all come into play because your kids enable that. All right. So shout outs to you, Raina. Thank you for listening. Um, another cat I want to shout out is my boy, DJ Devin Hype. He said, I listened to your uh, your second podcast, your recent one, on uh, becoming a stepfather, and I'm going through that right now. I know he has a girlfriend, and she has a few children of her own, so he kind of just walked into that situation, which, man, I totally understand, and it's the whole package, my man, so be prepared uh, for the journey, but it's also about the journey going through it, man, which is the greatest thing. And you learn in every experience. That's what I'd like to say. Also, shout outs going over to my Instagram. Finally, DJ J Cal Radio. He said, Hey, brother, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm supporting. He goes, My daughter's now 22, so I'm going to have to pass down some dad info to you one day. So I asked him, I appreciate you listening, but any advice on discipline? Discipline 
is what uh, we're bringing forth today. And I'll, and I'll tell you a scenario that I had just a couple of days ago, but he said, uh, I was blessed because my daughter never brought me any issues. Just the basic clean up your room issue. That was about it. But I'm more like a cool dad. I never wanted to be the strict do what I say type. And I thought that was amazing because there are a lot of dads out there that are very machismo, very just firm, 100 all the time. They wear that cap like every day, right? And that tells a lot right there. So I said to him, I'm also the you know same way to a certain degree with my children. And I, again, that goes from your upbringing, right? And for me, it was from my mother's side because she was a single mom, but she played both roles. But my mom was very firm. My mom was very loving, unconditional loving. But then she also let me have it when it was time to, right? Like when I screwed up. So the discipline, it has to start with, I would say, if you get your child, you you got a newborn. You're in a situation. I have a newborn here. You have an opportunity to start from gate to how you raise this little soul, right? And some of us become step parents first to where maybe we become a step parent and our child is six, seven years old, or maybe you get them in the teens. And I think when I've heard from friends that have been in that situation with teenage stepchildren right off top, it's much harder. It's difficult to create that bond because they're set in their way, so to speak, already. Or, or maybe they've been through some turmoil from their biological fathers or mothers, you know. Uh, we're talking both platforms. But, you know, I get it. And then for somebody else to come into the household, then you got to worry about them getting along because they know, okay, is how is he going to be with my mom? And, you know, they could be very standoffish. No. But if you get them when they're newborns, then it's like, okay, I have a fresh start here. So right from gate, like I remember when Elijah, my four-year-old, was two years old, he gets into everything. He's a toddler. He starts crawling. He starts grabbing stuff within distance. Well, off the floor, that is, you know, and then sooner or later they decide, okay, I want to walk now in this world. So they get two legs and they start walking, right? And you're going, yeah, Mio, all right, Mio took his first steps. But you're also not seeing the mischievousness they start to get into with trying to open up doorknobs and trying to, you know, climb over the security gate in between the living room and, and the and the kitchen or opening up cupboards. I mean, you get it, right? But um, it's like, okay, well, how do we discipline them? How do we tell them no? Is it just a firm no with a yell? Well, you're going to scare the crap out of them. Now, some of y'all just stop right there, right? Like, okay. He gave me this scared look. I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, keep on pushing. But then you got to think, okay, but does he really understand what he did? You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I should explain the situation to him. Let me move forward here. I was tell- talking to you about this scenario that I have with Elijah. So the other day, uh, he's four now, as I mentioned, and he's be- became becoming a little mouthy. You know what I'm saying? Part of it's from being spoiled. Uh, him and his mom a lot, they hang out. I'm, I'm doing most of the work while I'm at work or I'm here in the office. I hear them, him being out, like him talking back to his mom. Now, normally I let my wife, Vanessa handle it cause she, she's able to, how do you say, put out that flame or put out those fires on her own. She's a strong woman and she's not going to tolerate it. Right. But every now and then she'll, he'll just keep, he'll keep at it. So I'll come out and then I'll step in and I'll come in with my fern voice. Elijah, 
Mommy said no already. What don't you understand? Well, maybe he doesn't understand. Maybe he doesn't get it. So the other day I heard him and he was screaming. I think his little cousin was here. They were painting. And Elijah is like very spoiled to the point where it's like, uh, I want you to do what I say. If I'm done playing with this toy, I want you to go play with this toy with me. Very demanding. And I, I don't like that. Okay. And I don't think anybody would like that especially if you're the person that he's talking to, which is Delilah, my my four-year-old niece. She was busy painting, right, doing her thing. He didn't want her to paint. He wanted her to come over and play with the wagon or something like that or pull her in the wagon. I was in the office, and my daughter was out there with them too. Well, I heard, I just heard some screaming going on, and then I heard Eliza run upstairs, and oh, he was upset. My wife saw it too. I think he was the one that she was the one that sent him upstairs, right? So I go outside, I go, what happened? Layla, my daughter says, he got upset because Delilah wanted to paint with me. And I says, okay, so what was all the screaming about? He, she's like, I don't know. He just started screaming out of nowhere, like a tantrum, like, ah, come on, like Delilah, come play. And I go, wow. I go, go on. She said, then I'm, I'm, I'm trying to calm him down. I'm saying, Elijah, calm down. Like quick yelling. You don't yell like that. She ends up putting her, like kind of like goes with her hand to put over his face. Like his mouth, like, no, don't, don't, yeah. Boy, that just set him off. He ended up grabbing a toy and throwing it at my daughter, Layla. So then he runs upstairs to the to his room, closes the door. Sometimes he likes to slam the door. Ooh, I don't let that fly either. This time I'm like, okay, this, this is where it stops because he's been mouthing off lately. So what do I do? I go right upstairs marching up to his room. I open the door. He's hiding behind his closet door because he hears me coming. And then I grab him and then I throw him on the bed. Not throw him, but I basically lay him on the bed on his stomach. And I give him some, I give him spankings. I give him, man, I whacked him maybe two or three times with my hand. And let me stop right there. So now a lot of parents, a lot of you probably frowning on this because you don't result to a resort to spanking. Or maybe you've never spanked your child before. Okay, well then I want to know how do you discipline them? The situation like that, it's happened a few times. Was I in the wrong for right away just going up, you know, spanking him? And then I did explain to him what he did wrong. That was later. I think that talk should come afterwards. But I reacted is what I did right away. And because he already, he's not going to do that again in my mind. I didn't want him yelling. He shouldn't be screaming and yelling like that. He's a good kid. Don't get me wrong. I love my son. He's got a big heart. But he's got a little tantrum on him. And that's got to be nipped in the butt right now. So I think for me, because my voice carries and it travels, uh, he already knows what's coming. And normally I could just look at him and raise my tone of voice and be firm and be like, no, Elijah, you don't do that. And I've never been the type to, going back to the discipline part, I've always heard parents, and I, I hate to call my wife out, but she does this a lot. You know, we'll, we'll say, hey, you want Delilah to go home? You know what I'm saying? With the question. And it's like, okay, well, if you do that, I've always been the type to follow through. Like when Layla was younger, and I remember picking up her cousin to come over to our apartment, I would go pick her up. And Layla would like try to get all like like funny, try to be all sarcastic in front of her uh, her cousin in front of me, right? And, you know, just be a little smart butt. And finally, after three or four times, you know, I warned her, and she would still try to mouth off and try to clown because you know they're always a different person when they're not with their friends. It's just... When they get around cousins or their friends, I don't know. They try to act some type of way. And so you got to nip it in the butt. So I turn, I would just turn around. Or I, I think I might have warned her. Like, hey, 
one more time, you act like that. Sadie's going home. And I thought it was her cousin. And and she did. We pulled up. I, I swear I drove like maybe 10 miles. Okay, it wasn't that far. Maybe five miles from um, Sadie's house back to my house. I pulled up in the driveway. She said something smart. I Man, I backed out and I took Sadie all the way back home. And I told her, I said, that that's your consequence right there. Like, come on. Like, that's you're being disrespectful for one. And I forgot what the conversation was, but just trying to be funny. Now she knows. She's a little bit older. She was. She was about, what, nine or something like that, 10. And she got it. I'm not going to do that again. And she didn't. She never did. So what my son is a four-year-old being so young, they may not get it the first time. So again, let's go back to the scenario with Elijah up in his room. I spanked him a couple of times, right? Oh, he was hurt. I didn't even spank him that hard. Just enough to let him know, "Uh uh-uh, it's not going to fly like that. But I think that he was more hurt with the fact that I yelled at him and that I was the one that was spanking him. Not how hard physically it was, but the fact that daddy did it because our bond is like no other. I show my kids so much love. It's it's crazy. And you see it if you follow us on our YouTube channel. There's got to be a point. So I want to know. Message me, odm991 at gmail.com or you can always hit me on all social media, The Real ODM. That's Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, whatever you choose, Twitter. Was I wrong for that? Or how would you have handled a situation like that? When I was younger, and this was my mom disciplining me, okay? My mom, she's used, I mean, I'm old school, and me and my friends joke about this all the time. Like, dude, man, if that was my mom or that was my dad, I'd have been whooped. You know what I'm saying? Even my my wife says, like, yeah, my mom used to hit me. I and also got hit with the belt. And a lot of people frown on that. Because nowadays in 2020, you can't you can't get away with that. Like, oh man, somebody sees that or hears of that. Oh, they're gonna call, you know, they're gonna call somebody on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But back then, you learned by the belt. You knew, man, if she's getting out the belt, oh, it's a wrap. I'm about to be stinging for a good while. And I remember I did, but but I learned. My mom hit me with her belt. She hit me with her hand. She did what she could. Remember, this was a woman. So was it the right way? I don't know. Drop me a message. But there was one time I remember I was at with my mom's friend's house and her son started acting up. Like We were playing. We were just hanging out. He was a couple years older than me. And I just remember she, my mom's friend, went to her room, got a belt and just started swinging on this dude. Like not even on his butt or his leg. Like, like it wasn't even folded. You know, you get that fold and you make that snap that... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. You always say a couple words or whatever. But nah, it was just, it was fully length, like un- unraveled and swinging it at him. And the belt buckle hit him in his head so hard, he had this welt and started bleeding. And I was like, whoa. Like, my mom, I could take a few licks from the belt. But something like that, that was full on to me at that time was some child abuse. If I, I mean, the dude was bleeding, had to go to the hospital, the whole thing. And get stitches. So I know times are different from back then. But maybe uh, you've experienced something like that. I mean, share with me. And I keep asking you to message me. Eventually, we'll have a guest on here. But this first season, I kind of want to just bring up my own topics and, and talk to you, the listener, right? And get your perspective on that. Disciplining your child. A lot of people revert to taking away what's, what's most important to them. They don't believe in physical discipline. I respect that. I do. Because I also know what it's like to have something taken taken away from me. And, oh, man, it's just killing me. Like your freedom, 
for an example, being grounded. You know what I'm saying? That used to suck being grounded. I used to be in my room. I'd find things to do to keep occupied. I remember that. But but grounded, I don't think I've ever grounded Layla. She's a good kid for the most part. She stays out of harm's way. She does when, you know, when, when she's asked to do stuff. She keeps her room clean. She's a neat freak anyway. But sometimes we just got to get on her and, you know, hey, help mom with the dishes. You know what I mean? While she's, you know, nursing the baby, like just stay on top of it. But nothing really crazy. She's a homebody. I think that's why she's not out getting into mischief, man. My son is the one you got to look at. And generally, boys are the ones that are just going to make your life <laughs> miserable and crazy. From things to writing on walls or, you know, right now it's what Liza's thing. And he, I caught him writing on our freshly new painted walls last week. And I'm going, wow. And part of me was like, man, it got under my skin and I just wanted to attack him verbally. But I'm like, guys, I maybe it's my age. Like, I'm a little older now. I It just doesn't really... It's just too much energy to yell, you know, but I'm also the type that I'm passive enough to where you get me to that boiling point, then I may just blow up, which was the scenario when he was outside yelling. And I know that's not good either. I put Layla on timeout when she was younger and I put Elijah on timeout as well. And thankfully he listens and it's, it's for his own good to understand that I've gone that route because trust me, I don't want to spank my kids. I, I just think it's, there are other ways, but sometimes I get like that old school mentality in me, you know what I mean? To where like, it's the next level, the physical, you know what I mean? Disciplining. But I do, you need, I do believe you have to follow up with a conversation and explaining what they did wrong. I did. I was proud of myself the other day because after I, I spanked Elijah, I left him in his room. I went downstairs and I gave him some time to sit there. And, you know, I was watching him on his little camera in his room. He was crying for his mommy, of course. They always cry for the opposite parent when they're in trouble, when that one parent disciplines them. Finally, I went up because it was time to eat. So I went upstairs. I said, hey, I just want you to know what you did wrong. Why did I? Why did daddy spank you? You know, and I started with the questions. And he, he answered because I yelled at Aya. I said, right. Why else? Because you threw the toy at sister, right? And I bottom line, we don't do that in this house. You don't do that to anybody. You get upset, you walk away, but you don't treat people like that. And that's all I'm, I'm sure a lot of you would have done the same thing or you've been in the same scenario, but I was pretty, you know, stern, firm. And, and I just let them know, Hey, you know, you do this again, which I hope not. And you're going to end up back up in, in, in the room again. Daddy may just have to go down the same route. I, I didn't know at that point. Cause I couldn't tell you you know what I mean? Because sooner or later, they're going to get, they're going to know your rules. They're going to know your consequences. That's another thing. Rules. Do you apply rules in your home? And I got to say, man, I'm so horrible at that. My wife and I both. So maybe you can share with some of those rules and, and let us know. I know we have a few. There's not a lot and I don't feel you necessarily need a lot. That's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. You definitely got to nip it in the butt though. I would say with your children. My time's done. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, again, feel free to um, message me on any help that you've got on disciplining your children. I'd rather choose the route of, of talking to them and talking my way out of it. Um, I don't want my kids to be afraid of me, but at the same token, I want them to respect me. And maybe we'll talk about that on another later date to where, you know, do your kids respect you because they fear you? You know what I'm saying? Or they just respect you know, how it is. It is what it is. And they understand the rules. Again, this is different shades of dad. 
please um, share this with, with your friends, your relatives, those that could relate in this scenario. And remember, I'm just growing with you as you're growing with me if you're a new father as well. Uh, looking forward to the next episode. If you got any ideas or any topics you want me to share, hey, feel free to message me once again at the real ODM on all social platforms, or you can uh, email me, ODM991 at gmail.com. Peace. Let's go. Time to step it up and be a role model. Do the best you can. Keep that hand on the throttle. It starts with the will. Guidance will continue. Different shades of dad because the dad lives in you.